is up, guys, and welcome into episode 223 of the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. It's our final one of 2021. Tom, how we feeling, boss? Feeling all right. We are tied up in our lines. Um, for those who care, which I know is everyone, unfortunately, my fantasy season did not end how I wanted it to. Lost in the championship game. Oh, no. Listen, man. Last three years since this new league has started, although it's the same friends, I've gone third place, first place, second place in a 12-man league. Uh, These people don't even belong in the same room as me. Not to mention, (laughs) amongst all my friends since 2012 playing fantasy football with them, I've never missed the playoffs. So I'm kind of, it's, it's kind of legend talk, you know? You know, that sounds like the, uh, that's a dynasty. That sounds like the chiefs after, uh, the Tampa Bay Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. You know, they don't deserve to be in the same league. They, you know, we should have won. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting, Sean. How'd you do in your pick them this year? year. How'd you do in your pick them this year? Listen, I don't survival? know why we have to go down this road again. I'm just having fun at your expense. You do. You're the one that brought it up. Uh, Survivor lasted, as uh, it's been well documented, uh, about three hours. So Again? I told you this. No, I thought that was last year. I didn't think you'd be silly enough to do it twice. Oh, it happened. It <laughs> happened. I mean, what's I'm the buy at it? Uh, it's 100 for both pools. Mm, okay. So it's not bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. I expect that, that I'll never see any of that money again when I go into the season. But I do that with fantasy, but I should probably stop doing that, being that I'm so good at it. Yeah, there you go. All right. I should treat this. it as an investment. All right. It really is an investment, though. It's like it gives you a little more skin in the game. Of course. That's Only why for I... you for one week. Yeah. Well, I mean, really I still makes... got the pick. I still <laughs> got the pick them week. Really makes week one fun. <laughs> fucking Jacksonville and fucking Minnesota. That's all I can say. All right. Let's get after it. Let's recap 16. We still have two weeks left, honestly. Kind of feels like a marathon at this point, Sean. It feels so long, man. Maybe that's because both of our teams are trash. Um, Titans on Thursday night last week, pre-Christmas, beat the 49ers 20-17. They figured out a way to get the job done, um, yet I still felt like the 49ers were the better team. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I had the same exact takeaway. Uh, Jimmy G hurt his thumb. He's going to try to work through an injury. And I honestly, I think the reason we feel that way is because they did outplay Tennessee. It was just two costly Jimmy G interceptions that sealed their fate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think San Francisco is still to be heard from there. They're in the playoffs as of now. You think another reason why this season has felt so long is because we've spent so much time, energy, and voice talking about who is probably the best team and when in reality there has not been a great team. I mean, even though Kansas City feels like it, they had a stretch where they really weren't playing all that well. Yeah, I I know. And I don't even know if I'd call it parody. I would just say it's a fucking weird season. Yeah, because it's we've had a couple of eight game winning streaks. We've had some sevens. We've had some sixes. But I don't think any teams like really felt dominant at any stretch. No, not at all. And I just want to get this out of the way so we don't forget RIP to John Madden. Yes, thank you for thank you for bringing that up. Really, really weird timing, right? It was right after the documentary. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched it. I watched it Christmas Day. It was great. No, but I, I have to catch it. 
it was really well done. Tom Rinaldi did it, and uh, just for for the announcement to come down yesterday, like four days after the uh, after the doc aired, really really sad. Yes, um, legend. You know, I drafted into the NFL. Obviously, coached the Super Bowl team, um, and a great coach. I looked up his record, and it was fucking insane over eleven years. Um, and then the greatest announcer ever, and. Probably the most popular video game I know in America, aside from maybe Call of Duty, but in the world. Dude, he um Aside from Fork Knife. Fork knife. When we when we talk about like pioneers or like icons of the game, or how can you talk you can't talk about the history of the NFL without John Madden, but not only that, you can't tell the history of the league without any of the three things he's known for. You can't talk about the history Mm -hmm. of the NFL without including him as a coach. Obviously you can't talk about the history of the NFL and sports media altogether without him as an announcer. And obviously the history of, you know, technology and sports video games with Madden. Yeah. And it's crazy. I forgot who the other guy was that they, that they wanted to have do the, the original Madden games. And he was like, Oh, who cares? It's a video game. I looked up his net worth just out of curiosity and a good chunk of that comes from the video games, 200 milli. So he's leaving a nice chunk behind, but RIM, um, just a legend. Uh, you ready to move on to the next game? Yeah. Real fast. Just to close on that. Um, the Titans, that was a game, I know we just spent time talking about the 49ers, but this was a game the Titans desperately needed, and yeah, we'll see Colts if we can close the season strong. Colts are coming up fast and heavy. They're playing really well. Um, Packers beat the Browns on Christmas Day 24-22. Um, like, for me, it's just like the Packers are still not at full strength. I mentioned it last week. And I still think that the Packers are probably the best team given that their quarterback is playing. I don't know if he's going to win it, but he's playing like the MVP when they get all their guys back and they start rolling. Yeah, it feels like they're kind of coasting right now, doesn't it? Yep. And Baker Mayfield, I mean, my God. I'm so torn with him because obviously for a long time I did not want to give him much credit because I just didn't think he played all that well. And I really respect how tough he is trying to gut out his performances with the the shoulder, his non-throwing shoulder and the condition it's in. But, dude, he's missing wide-open throws, and he's costing his team games. Yeah, I I mean, and they're, in, they're still in it, you know? So it's like you got to bring in Case at some point, Case Keenum, that is. No doubt. I mean, I, it, it, they're just in a really tough spot because if he says he can go, they've got to let him go because as of at least right now, he's still their franchise quarterback. Sure. But I – I would not want to be the Browns. It's tough being with the Giants situation right now with Daniel Jones, but I would not want to be the Browns. No, um, because Danny Dimes, it's like it's an easier decision. He's he hasn't played nearly as well as Baker. Baker led the team to a playoff win last year. Totally, yeah, and I really think you can blame because he has some credibility in the bank where you can blame some of his performance on the injury. I think but, you can blame I mean, a good amount on it. I think so too, but he's still—he's a gunslinger, man. He makes and, bad decisions. He makes bad decisions. Yep. All right. Um, moving on to the next game, Colts beat the Cardinals on the night of Christmas, twenty-two to sixteen. The Cardinals are just—they're decimated by injuries, and I think 
the coach and the quarterback have taken a major step back once defenses sort of figured them out. And the Colts have an excellent defense. They're, they run sideline to sideline with anyone. Um, and as long as Carson Wentz doesn't make mistakes, this team is going gonna, is gonna to win, especially with the running game of Jonathan Taylor. I know I say this about so many teams in the NFL, particularly I feel like more so in the AFC, but their style of play really can play anytime, anywhere. Yeah, you know, until, like in condition. until you get to the playoffs and it's asshole tightening time and you need your quarterback to make a play. Right. But yeah, you know, if they can if they can get off to a lead, like I think yeah. about them playing a team like Kansas City where if they get off to a lead like we saw in the postseason a few years ago when Kansas City fell behind to uh to Houston and to uh who, who was it in the NFC Championship game? Um, but they fell down big, right? And I think if they fall down big to a team like tennis or to uh, Indianapolis, they're going to have a hard time coming back because Indy just doesn't give up points. Yep, absolutely. I think Indy's the best team in the AFC South. It's definitely you know evident right now. They have eight straight wins, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the next game. I'll let you go. Twenty-five yards out of Jake Fromm. Twenty-five. I don't know why I even waste my time anymore. And as a matter of fact, I declared at the half of that game, I turned it off. I didn't care what the score was. And I said, I'm not watching one more minute of the Giants. I'm going strictly red zone the last two weeks. Because, oh, I've Tom, been doing that a... since week two of the Jets. I know, but like, as me as a fan, I really do try to find a reason in every sport, no matter how bad my team is, to like look for bright spots. And with the Giants the last few years, when they've been out of it, I'm like, well, I want to see Jones, right? I want to see, you know, is, is Joe Judge the guy? I mean, last year, really, it was it was easy because they were in playoff contention despite their record till the last game of the season. But this year, I have nothing. The quarterback's not playing. Glennon sucks. Jake Fromm doesn't deserve to play. The fact that those are the – you see backups all over the league, bro, like slinging the ball, leading yeah. teams to win. Colt McCoy, who was our backup last year, won Mike a game White. for us. Yeah, Mike White had a 400-yard day. Like All these guys are doing that. Even Josh Johnson threw for 300, and he had, I think, 300 for you one game. Yep. Like The Giants have Jake Fromm and Mike Glennon as their backups when you're going into a season knowing that your starting quarterback can't finish the full season. It's just so irresponsible. This team doesn't play for Joe Judge. Every report saying that he's back, I want to believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't care if they're leaning towards it. If they have two more weeks like this, which I really think they should, they're not an NFL team. No matter how bad some of their competition is, they're exponentially better than this iteration of the Giants. It's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. I, I, I don't think you can go lower. As bad as the Jets are, as bad as the Jags are, there's reasons to watch those teams. There's literally not a single reason to watch the Giants. Yep. Um, there I go. I'm done. The pick will be nice. I mean, right now they're slated for picks four and eight. Or five five and eight, rather. I'm sorry. Jets have four and seven. But who cares? I mean, they still have – they need those picks to turn out good. You know, they need to get real players. Yep. I mean, they, they have done – and I got to give the Jets GM a lot of credit because he's drafted a, some hell, some really good players, especially this past year. The Giants' drafts have been terrible. They've been really good in the mid-rounds, which is the only saving grace. But we know in this in this game, your job is made or broken 
by your ability in your first round, particularly as high as they've drafted. Saquon at number two was Gettleman's first first round pick. Well, right now he looks like a shell of himself, and you have to worry about if you're paying him. Daniel Jones was his second first round pick. Well, you don't know if he's your franchise quarterback. In that same draft, they took Dexter Lawrence in the first round because they had two that year. Pretty nice player. He's not a building block, but I don't think he's a problem. And then Andrew Thomas, who looks like the best of the four, who's actually been really good this year despite being hurt. I mean, that's – and then this year, obviously, Kadarius Toney looks like a player, but he's been hurt all year and had COVID twice. So I – it's it's absolutely – terrible but then you look at like you got xavier mckinney in round two you get oz's ojolari in round two you they have players but they've all been taken in the mid rounds you need your first round particularly high first round picks to hit and they have no idea what a lot of those guys are yep absolutely it's it's a sad scene for for the jets and the giants um although the jets got to win this week Nice pick by you for the Fal- or the, for the Detroit Lions to cover. Falcons beat the Lions 20-17. Don't have to say much here. You don't have to say much at all other than I'm just glad I got that pick. Gritty, um, gritty, uh, gritty cover, I'll say. I'll just say, dude, I mean, I had so – even when Will was like, oh, should we tell him that golf's not playing? I didn't care. The Falcons suck. Yeah. And I do like how this team plays for Campbell. I really do. It's crazy because I think the Falcons are like 7-8. and eight. Yeah, and Ryan has sneakily had a decent year. Like, if I asked you off the top of your head, like, what's the Falcons' record? Would you be like seven and eight, or would you be like three, three and and whatever? No, definitely not that because I don't. There's there's some really horrible teams. They feel Our like they're really bad though. Like that's just how they I just feel, feel about. They them. feel like they're mediocre. They don't feel like they're a dumpster fire to me anyway. Yeah. How do you feel? I don't know. I just feel like they're a lot worse than they are. I mean, maybe that's because they're skill position players aside from, I guess, Pitts is having a great year, um, and Cordell Patterson haven't really panned out, and, and you know, Matt Ryan isn't done, but he's getting there, and their defense is so bad. But, I mean, 7-8 and eight for this team is pretty good. I think part of the reason why is, like, when they play really good teams – and we see the highlights of them, they're getting absolutely destroyed. Like, yeah. Tampa has killed them. Um, the Patriots killed them. I think they shut them out 25 nothing or something. Like, so that's really, I think, why we have such a negative thought. But, no, I don't put them in the category as, like, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Giants. Uh, but just going back to Detroit real fast, man, that's another indictment on Joe Judge. And you saw that last year when you had Adam Gase, who was a dead man walking. This team fucking plays for him. There's no reason why, with the talent that the Lions have, why they should be in as many games as they are. And it's simply due to the fact that they love their head coach and he gets a lot out of them. Joe Judge gets nothing out of the New York Giants. Yep. All right, you ready to move on to the next game? Yeah. The Rams beat the Minnesota Vikings. Bad pick by me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm gonna have to, to. I'm gonna have to admit that one. Admit defeat there. Um, <laughs> why did I do it? Why did I bet your Vikings? I, I have no idea. Um, especially with the sperm bank pick of the week, I disrespected hey, it there. Hey, this was the Rams hosing you. The Vikings didn't play well at all. No, they didn't. Um, but, you know, the only thing I really take away from this, because their defense is really rounding in the form and their running game looks great right now, is Matthew Stafford, I mean, doesn't even throw for 200 yards and has a 3-1 to touchdown-interception ratio in this game. He looks just bad over yeah. the last six weeks. 
you know, he's a really interesting guy, and I think this is what everybody has to look at when these blockbuster trades are made, especially players who have been on bad teams for so long, is as good as he's been in Detroit, and he gets propped up for that, and rightfully so because it's Detroit, he doesn't have a playoff win in his history, and he's been hurt a lot. And some of those games he didn't play well in down the stretch of seasons when they actually weren't half bad, obviously due to how well he played for the majority of the season. And there's a shit ton of pressure on him now, dude. There's not a lot of pressure. There was never pressure on him in Detroit. So I don't think they care how they win. They just need to win. But my God, I, I think part of the performance is, is that he's really starting to feel the heat because a lot of people are expecting them to blow teams like the Vikings out. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are the Vikings eliminated? They're seven and eight as well. I, I I don't see them going anywhere. But the Rams again, I, I am worried about them. What do you look at for the Rams to finish up the season? Like, are you looking for style points? Are you looking? No, for I just want. I just want to see. I just want to see some confidence out of out of Stafford. I want to see him turn it around. I want, yeah. and I also want to see him protect the ball because he's throwing a lot of picks. Yeah, Odell seems to be getting in the rhythm, though. He has I was, another touchdown. I was just about to mention that. He's played, what, six or seven games with with the Rams, something like that, and he's got four touchdowns. He played two and a half seasons with uh, with Cleveland, and he had seven. Yeah. Well, he hasn't I even played that, that many. He might have only played, like, five. I, yeah, I think, what, he come in in week 11? Something like that? Yeah. But either, either way, I mean... Listen, they brought him in to be a target, and with Robert Woods getting hurt, it opened the door even more for him to be a target, and I think they want to get him the ball. Yeah, and he's he's capitalizing on that, and he's made a lot of really good plays. And, I mean, I know he's probably lost a step due to injuries, but he's still a really explosive player and a great route runner. In the playoffs, they're going to need to take some pressure off Cooper Cup and have another number two because Cooper Cup, for as great as he is, defenses in the playoffs when you're playing better teams are not going to allow him to go for like 14 catches and 100 yards. No. Um, moving on to the next game, this one obviously has real playoff implications. The Bills beat the Patriots 33-21. to I feel like this is the Bills' best win of the season, and it's not even close. Yeah, it's really funny, right, because they're. I thought – their best win before had been in Kansas City. They, they finally slayed the dragon there. And then Kansas City didn't look all that good for like a month and a half. And we are like, oh, maybe that win wasn't so good. But I agree with you. I think in the totality of the season, this was their best win, particularly granted what happened just a few Monday nights ago. Yep, absolutely. Um, and they just let Josh Allen go off. And I, I think that's their only chance offensively of – of doing anything, so listen, it, it got you here. You might as well stick to it. Stop trying to develop a running game. You don't have a running back, and that's got to be a massive target for you in free agency as well as the draft. A hundred percent. What do you take getting out of the Patriots right now? Two straight losses. Um, they they're being too cute with Mac at this point. They need to open up the playbook a little bit. Any uh, any worries with their defense? Two weeks in a row, giving up a lot of yards. It looks a, it looks a little slow. They've got some older guys on the team. Maybe they're getting a little tired, but I think come come playoff time, it's Belichick. Yep, and they got two more weeks to finish off strong. Um, but yeah, this was a statement win for the Bills, and I think they really needed this from a pride and confidence standpoint. Uh, 
given, again, what happened a couple Mondays ago and the embarrassment that they had at the hands of the Pats. Um, moving on down the line, talking about making a statement, the Bengals, they swept the Ravens this year 2-0 and when both games were blowouts. And I know Lamar didn't play in this game, but Joe Burrow threw for over 500 yards, bro, 41-21. Yeah, talking about the best young quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow has entered the chat with five TGs. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, who would you take? We can have this debate seemingly week to week. Herbert did not have a good game. Uh, we'll talk about that game next. Um, another one of my picks, I believe. Not good stuff. Um, no. I mean, yeah, huge statement when their defense was great. Even I mean, I know it's against the third stringer, but it's still the Ravens. Um, and Joe Burrow just shredded them and kind of put a stamp on the season and put them right into playoff contention again. Yep, absolutely. You know, I, I, I forgot who coined this phrase because um, I listened to a lot of pods this week already uh, for the NFL. And uh, somebody mentioned that if you want to watch a highlight, like a YouTube eight-minute highlight tape, watch watch Justin Herbert, and he's your guy. But if you want to watch a game and want to watch your team win, you watch Joe Burrow. Yeah, Justin Herbert, he's he's uh, he's significantly younger. I, I'm not saying Herbert's bad. I think he's definitely going to figure it out. He just – there's a lot of plays in the game that he misses. He makes up for it a lot of the times with the, with the you know, exclamation point play, but then you're going to see a few games like the Texans game. Right. And we can just go right there as the Ravens season, I think, kind of is. Do you think Tough real year. fast before we move on, is the Ravens season officially over? They've just been decimated this yeah. entire time. I mean, it is. And I know every team's been hurt with COVID, but they've also they've been bit by the injury bug since J.K. Dobbins went down with an ACL in training camp. And it just it hasn't stopped since. No, it hasn't. Uh, there's There's seasons that are written in the stars for teams, and it's – it's been it's not been written in the stars for the uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Tough to see, but he just shows how good of a coach Harbaugh is getting as much out of his guys. And there's still a lot of talent there. But um, great win for Cincinnati. And moving on to that Texans Chargers game, this was a real wow. Forty one twenty nine, the Texans demolished the Chargers. And how about Davis Mills? Let's give it up for him, huh? Yeah, I mean, it kind of just is like they're not it it. it puts a little heat on the Dolphins and the other teams trying to trade for Watson because it's like, listen, we can sit this thing out. We've got our guy now. And they could say that. They can say that. I mean, he was a first-round caliber quarterback. After Five-star recruit. Yeah, after his sophomore year, he played really, really well. And then last year he was hurt a bit. And I truthfully didn't even remember him until I was like, oh, yeah, the 2019 season at Stanford. He was pretty decent. Um but I really I agree with you uh, because they can easily sell that he's at least he gives them cover where they don't have to blow everything up uh, if Watson wants out. Yep, um, definitely. And the and the Chargers, I mean, typical. You know, and and this is just bad bad quarterback play and bad bad coaching by Staley. Just terrible. Yeah, man. I mean, it's what is it? The blooms off the rose now with that with them right now. Staley's cost them some games with his play calling, and mm-hmm. listen, Herbert's going to have some bad games, but you can't have it against the Texans when you're fighting for a playoff bid. Absolutely. Moving on to the next game, not much to talk about here. Um, coming off that rough game against New Orleans, the Bucks take care of business and clinch the division against the Whoa Panthers. The 
the terrible Panthers. Cam Newton's cooked, um, and their defense is missing a million guys. Just Tom Brady surgical out there with 99% backups. Yeah, and Antonio Brown came back, and I think he targeted him like 14 times, 15 times. So he was going to get his, but there, all this needs to tell you, Tom, is the Panthers have ruled that Sam Darnold's going to start the next two games. Yep. So there you go. And they, they play each other one last time in week week seven or week 18. Um, so Tom Brady should be heading into the playoffs just fine. I think we skipped the Jets and the Jaguars, but there's not much to say there except shaking my head or scratching my head to Trevor Lawrence at the end there. Um, I know he's a rookie, but you had two plays at the end there, and I was really rooting for them to score and, and get the go-ahead and, and the W, but unfortunately they didn't. Um and what reminded me, although Zach Wilson made one of the plays of the year and he's electric, he just needs to stop throwing uh, five-yard outs at 200 miles an hour. Um, but the thing that reminded me of the Jets was that the Bears beat the Seahawks in the bowl for our picks there. Yeah, they did. On a fucking two-point conversion with like 45 seconds left. Yep. Um. Listen, I you know where I'm coming from with the Jets, dude. I think that for a young quarterback, you got to learn to win. You're going to get a good draft pick. You're going to get two really good draft picks. Like I said, you're at four and seven right now. So winning some, winning that game is not going to hurt you because you're not beating Tampa and you're likely not beating Miami. So let your young quarterback win a couple games. I, I think it's really shitty if he just completely loses out. Yep, absolutely. I'm happy that they won, and I'm uh, only reason why I'm happy that they won was because it was largely due to Zach Wilson. Yeah, for sure. If it was like a, any other reason, if they had a bunch of, you know, defensive touchdowns or whatever, and Zach Wilson didn't play well, I would have been like, well, that was all for naught. But Zach Wilson played well, um, and the Jets got the W. Bears beat the Seahawks 25-24. Russell Wilson, I don't know what's going on. I think he should just call it a season at this point. Um because he, I mean, on the fourth down play alone for that game to end, he's got a guy wide open and he throws a ball 10 yards over his head. Awful. He need, I, I, I think he's playing his last two games as a Seahawk. I don't know where he's going, but he's, he's not going back there. I mean, he's Russell Wilson, so he's going to fetch a haul regardless. But, I mean, talk about, like, just not having a good end exit interview and audition for the next team. But at the end of the day, it's still Russell Wilson. So what, and then, who cares? Exactly. And then you're going to look at the teams that are trading for him and you're going to, or who are going to be in the market to trade for him. And you're going to look at their quarterback situations and you're going to say, eh, you know what? I'll talk myself into Russ. Yeah. And it really doesn't take much talking into either. Cause he is a great quarterback. I, it just, I really, for a guy who's a future hall of famer, I don't think I've ever, in his prime, because he's only 33 years old. And in quarterback years, the way they take care of themselves now, that's that's very young. It's just, I, I don't think I've ever seen somebody play this bad, being that no, much of a veteran. Horrible. Yeah, and obviously, you know, I'm going to still talk about how bad that finger injury is. Yeah. But at some point, if you're playing, you got to be better. I ripped Baker. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, exactly. 
can't have it both ways. Although obviously Russ has accomplished much more, but yeah, if you're playing, you got to be better. He's been awful. There's no doubt about it. And that offensive line, I watched more of that game, obviously because both of us are invested. Mm -hmm. That offensive line is, is absolutely awful. It's like watch. It's like I went from watching the giants game to the Seahawks and I was like, Oh good. I'm watching the giants again. (laughs) Both of those games. It felt like there was two Jets and giants game this week because we were rooting so hard. (laughs) Um, all right, next game, Raiders beat the Broncos 17-13. to um, I mean, Derek Carr continues to impress me. Me too. And that's all I really have to say about that game. Uh, they and, keep winning, man. And Drew Logg, Dan Marino, the, uh, not Dan Marino, excuse me, I got my quarterbacks from that draft wrong. John Elway, he needs to get Aaron Rodgers there because he cannot pick a quarterback to, to, uh, to groom there. Put them in the Russ sweepstakes too. True, very true. Rogers, and the Watson, Russ, any quarterback available. Anybody, anybody. I mean, listen, Drew Locke is fucking awful. Yeah. He's awful. No, it's I mean, there's guys that I just see like they're not they're not even NFL wide open. They're they're peewee football wide open and he misses them. And his decision making is some of the worst of any quarterback that I see on a regular basis. And that's a really they, good team, man. Like they've got a lot of skill guys. Between the guy Williams and and Gordon at running back and Jerry Judy and Noah Fant, like they all the really all they need is a quarterback. Totally with you. I mean, and their defense has been really good since they traded Von Miller. Yeah, I I like that team, uh, but I I really think this was about the Raiders. They're not going down, and there's a lot of high character in that room for all the adversity they faced this year, and they should lock up Derek Carr. I wouldn't want him going anywhere. No, I agree. Um, all right, moving on to the next game. Chiefs beat the Steelers 36-10. to It kind of felt like a shutout more than it did a 10-point you know, a a game for the Steelers. Um, Chiefs took care of business. What else do you have to say? They're, they're absolutely rolling right now, man. They are so dynamic, so good. Mahomes got his swag back. Tyree Kill's balling out. And that defense is playing really well. It helps when you've got the Steelers' offense that sucks, but the Steelers' defense is a real problem. I give Tomlin a lot of credit for the patchwork job he's done keeping that team together this year, but when you play a team like Kansas City, they they have nothing. They have nothing even close to resembling competition. Yep. All right, next game. This was Sunday Night Football. The Cowboys beat the Washington football team 56-14. I mean, those two touchdowns were... Pretty much aside, I was it was basically fifty six to seven because the other one was garbage time. Um, put a nail in the coffin on the Redskins. Uh, excuse me, the football team. My bad. Caught myself there, Sean. I got you. Well done. Thank you. Um, I didn't jump you this time. Statement game for not only the Cowboys but for Dak especially, who we, I mean, we talked in depth the week before with our resident Cowboys fan Will Smith on how he needs him to rush more and take more chances. I saw him run for a lot of first downs. I think he had a rushing touchdown. Uh, he looked he looked fully healthy and not timid at all. You could tell from the jump that this was going to be a bloodbath. It was only a question of how much did the Cowboys want to go all out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Washington players fighting on the sideline. Oh, you saw they, that? They, Two they, Alabama they, boys, right? I know, yeah. Um, Payne and, uh, and uh, Jonathan Allen. But... It was a terrible, terrible performance by Washington. They got what they deserved. Heineke was god-awful. Uh, and this was a perfect opportunity for Dallas to say, all right, all right, well, shut up the haters a little bit. This is how good we can be. 
and they're going to have two more opportunities at it because I think they play Philly. Arizona this uh, week. Arizona this week and Philly in week 18. So yep. they're, they're, they're getting right when they need to. This was a dominant game. Absolutely. Final game of the week. Ian Book, Notre Dame's pride of Notre Dame. I wouldn't say he's Notre Dame's <laughs> finest. I mean, uh, Joe, Montana. Joe Montana did go there. So Dolphins beat the Saints 20-3. to I gambled a lot of money on this game. Bunch of different alternate lines with the Dolphins, and I came away up big, thankfully. Um, this one had easy win written all over it. Yeah, it really did. Dolphins and, got, and what, eight in a row, something like that? Seven. seven. Yeah, seven. And they're right in it after after getting off to a tough start. Who do they have this week? I know they have the Jets in week. Tennessee. They have Tennessee, and then they have the Jets to finish up the or the uh, Pats to finish up the season. Tennessee's favored by three and a half. That's an interesting game. That is an interesting game. I'm glad I didn't even look because I wouldn't touch that. Yep. But I give Miami a lot of credit. I mean, we, we've kind of glossed over them because they've won a lot of games against completely terrible offensive co- competition. I think they've hit the Jets in there. They've played the Giants. They've played, obviously, Ian Book on Monday night. But this team is finding ways to win. That defense is clicking on all cylinders. They're really, really good. They're complex. They give quarterbacks issues. And despite the terrible offensive line and the somewhat compromised running game, Tua makes a lot of high percentage throws, and you are seeing them finally starting to take the training wheels off him, and he's allowed to throw the ball deep a lot. Yeah, and you know what? From their perspective, they, they're starting to see things with Tua. So they, I mean, listen, Watson's going to be there, but they may stick with him. I don't know. We'll have to see how the season closes and what kind of performance he has if they get into the postseason. But And by the way, I think Jalen Waddell, you're looking at potentially the uh, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he's he has been... Very, very good, especially with Mac Jones having a bad couple weeks, Jamar Chase having like two one-catch 10-yard games in a row, I think. He might he might end up getting it. Um, you ready to make some picks? I'm ready, my friend. All right, looking back at last week, I went – what did I do? I'm sorry, I'm looking at the other side here. I you went 2-2, two and two, you went 2-2. Two and two. I got the two locals right. You got one local right uh, in your Detroit pick. Will Smith went 3-1. and one. Cashed in his sperm bank, double, whatever he called it, uh, pick of the week. Yeah, did you get the uh, lawsuit on him yet? No, I mean, I'm just going to take him for all the money he won on that Tampa game if he bet them. (laughs) Um, And, you know, that's, Will clearly does a lot of gambling because that's just just a smart bet right there, and I should have seen it from a mile away. Sure. All good for him. He made his appearance, and uh, he did a really good job. Absolutely. I'm just glad you didn't go 4-0. Um, Me too. All right. Let's look at our first game. We will lead off with the New York Jets facing an old friend, not really a friend, Tom Brady. <laughs> at home, the Jets are plus 13. For me, the Jets got that W last week, and I don't think they're going to be able to cover this spread. I don't care who's playing for Tampa. And it's supposed to be not – it's supposed to be a little rainy, but it's supposed to be in the 50s this weekend. So I think Tampa can run it up. Yeah, I like Tampa too. I know 13 sounds like a lot, but that's just two touchdowns with extra points. And I think they can take care of that pretty easily. Yep. So I'm sorry. I'm writing these down here. Tampa Bay minus 13 for the both of us. Uh, moving on to the next game. Oh, this one's tough, Sean, because it's no, like – 
I mean, for me, obviously, I got Chicago covering, but I don't know. Do the Giants care who loses this game? We either get a better pick for ourselves or we get a better pick coming in. I got Chicago minus six. Me too. I don't think it matters. They can care about whatever they want. They fucking suck. They can't. Jake Fromm can't complete a pass more than two yards, and Mike Lennon can't complete a pass for about six consecutive drives. Um, And for however bad the Bears are, their defense is decent still. Uh, And Foles has a little magic. I think he's going to play again in this game. Six points is an absolute layup for me. I don't see the Giants scoring more than nine or ten points. No, not at all. All right, uh, my third game, first out of market game for me. I'm headed to Seattle. I there is no reason you can tell me. I don't even care who plays quarterback. I'm just taking what you did last week. I don't see a reason why the way this offense is playing, especially how hard Detroit plays, that they should be favored by seven and a half. I think Detroit covers that spread. Yeah, and Goff might actually be back this week. Yeah, I just checked. Good. Yeah, that is good thinking by you. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I don't know how Seattle is favored by more than three in any game, and it should only be when they're home. I'm going to L.A. where the Chargers are a six-point favorite over the Broncos. And the Chargers have a really bad taste in their mouth after that game. And they might have lost a playoff seed. But if Drew Locke is playing for the Broncos, which I think he's going to, I like my chances for the Chargers to win by at least seven. Yeah, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, that concussion was pretty bad, so I like your pick there. You got Chargers. What is that number? Jesus Christ, I need glasses. Chargers minus six. Yep. Yeah, so I'm going to happily take that game. And then before you give your sperm bank, I'll make my fourth and final. I'm going to Lambeau. I'm doing the Packers again. I know it feels like it's every week, but they're usually such a safe bet. I'm going to Lambeau for Sunday night where they're playing the Vikings. It's a seven-point game. Let's not forget the Vikings actually beat Aaron Rodgers in his first game back after COVID a couple, what was that, like four or five weeks ago in Minnesota. That's not happening again. We know Cousins on in primetime games, and it's in Lambeau. And the Packers, like we said, Tom, they're kind of coasting a little bit. I think they need a declarative, really nice, fundamentally sound W, and I think they're going to get it at home against a division rival. Absolutely. Um, so minus seven right there. Green okay. Bay minus seven for you. Um, for me, I'm looking at this Vegas game, and I know they had I know they had a good win last week, but Indy's rolling, and we already talked about it. If Vegas doesn't have a great defense, I know they have a good pass rush, but Indy's run game is gonna is gonna counteract that. I think Indy's gonna get up early, and they're gonna be able to squeeze the air out of the ball and be able to win this game by a touchdown. Sperm Bank pick of the week. Indy minus I like seven. that pick by you. Thank you. I like that pick by you. Yeah, and I'm just lining up my bets here. I like a four-game parlay right now of the spreads. Tampa minus 13, Chicago minus 6, Chargers minus 6, Green Bay minus 7. You've convinced me on those. Ooh. All right. Well, yeah. you're welcome, buddy. Best of luck to you. Thank you. And we have some bonus picks in here before we finish up 2021. Uh, Sean and I, I don't know what the hell, Sean's, you know, is such a big college football guy, and not to mention his team is in the college football playoff. Maybe it's because it takes fucking two months for them to even decide to play these games after after uh, conference championships are done, but we're going to pick these games. So, first one we got, four-seed Cincinnati against one-seed Alabama. And Alabama is favored by 13-and-a-half. Alabama is going to win this game, and they're going to cover the spread. 
Yeah, I think they will too, but I think it's actually going to be closer than people think. I think Cincinnati's going to keep it a game in the first half. Their their defense is really good, and Desmond Ritter is not going to be – he he's just not going to be faced. Uh, yep. But I think Alabama is going to do enough as the game goes on, particularly in the second half. Saban will make any adjustments he needs to, and then they'll pull away late like they generally tend to. But I don't think this is going to be a cakewalk for Bama at all. No. All right, next game up, we have the Orange Bowl. Um, this game should be a little bit more interesting because when when you're talking in Alabama terms of keeping the game close, it just means it's within three scores. So it's really it's realistically not close. But we have Georgia against Michigan here. Um, Georgia is favored by seven and a half. And I'm going to take Michigan in this one. I think Georgia gets the win, but it's by maybe a touchdown, maybe maybe even less. I'm going to go the other way here. I I like Georgia a lot in this game. I think, you know, granted, they got got waxed by Bama, but it took a Heisman-winning quarterback to really do that to them. Their defense was so good all year. They were the best in the country, honestly. I know that Aiden Hutchinson plays for the Michigan Wolverines, and their defense has been really good, and their offense has been very solid too. But I just think it's different when you play the SEC, man. I really do. I know I'm biased as hell, but I think that this game, it'll be within maybe 14 to 17, but I, I just don't think that unless Stetson Bennett has an all-time clunker, I think that Georgia's just going to be the better team for the majority of this game okay. and then seal it. All right, little heads ahead there. That'll be interesting. You got anything else for me, Sean, before we wrap up this, this year? Curb season finale phenomenal didn't even watch it yet don't right, even then. think about getting mad at me for one not watching shows. i i wasn't gonna say anything i was just gonna say okay well now we're not gonna talk about it because i don't <laughs> want to do a spoiler so just calm down uh we'll never uh never go at you for not watching a show for the one that i watch but it was <laughs> phenomenal so it's just the only show you've ever finished season. great great into the season i really leon's the best i'll just say that oh sick i love leon um you watch any other shows? Of course not. Oh God! All right. Well, you're not so good. Me, buddy? J- James Harden is is he might be back. I think he's back, buddy. I think he's back. You and seem happy about back. it. You seem happy Kyrie's about back. it. Kyrie was back at practice today. Very very exciting for your Brooklyn Nets. I don't have much else going on, man. It was a good Christmas. I'm looking forward to having a nice quiet New Year's. Unfortunately, I was just going to ask, are you and Michaela laying low? Unfortunately, the missus is working that night, so it will be. I was going to go to my mom's house, but I don't know how Soy's going to get along with Sadie. Um, mm. And and honestly, it's probably minus a thousand that it doesn't go well. So <laughs> I will probably be. I'll probably be parked on the couch. I may even fall asleep before midnight. I mean, last year I did, but last year I also had COVID. Maybe I'll make it this year. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll head up to the moms on Saturday. Say hello to everybody. Everybody be careful out there, though, because this Omicron, whatever the fuck it's called. Is that, what it, is that how you pronounce Omicron, it? Omicron. You got it. Yeah. Uh, it is running rampant. Booster is scheduled, though. Good for you. When are you getting it? Uh, second week in January. Nice. I'm gonna be. We- I'm gonna be the third week. I'm getting it like the nineteenth. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, they were like basically fucking giving them out when I was in Long Island, and you can't buy a fucking a COVID test over here or a COVID uh, booster over here. Yeah, I I wanted to do it into 
because if it got really if I got hit hard with it I wanted to have it on a day where like I worked early the day I got it and worked late the day after I got it so I wouldn't have to take any time off if I got my ass kicked so look we'll at you see. I took the day off tomorrow actually nice yeah, I called, walked into the office and said, what do you got me doing? My uh, my boss was like, oh, I got you in Manhattan. It's not a big deal. It should be quick. I said, why don't I use some of that PTO I've accrued? And she said, usually it's like, no, I need you, not to toot my own horn. But today it was, wow. yeah, why not? Why not? I said, hell yeah, I'll take it. Now I got a nice little four-day weekend. That's very playing nice. A little, I, I... Playing a little golf on Friday as well. Are you now? It's, Weather's calling for it? Uh, listen... The last two times I've gotten screwed by this because the weather has said it was going to be good and then it ended up snowing. But with that being said, it's supposed to be 50. It's not supposed to rain. Will Smith will be in attendance. All right. So we are going to see the absolute mega slice in play. Um, <laughs> my other host for the uh, Dino Hype Co. podcast, which Dino Hypecast, which hasn't been out in months, but we will be back, by the way. Ryan will be there. Ryan's a – I'll just say Ryan's a better golfer than than me and uh, – than Will and I um, by a little bit. But, you know, I can beat him on beat him on a good day. Um, so, yeah, we're going to see Will – you know, the, the, the flag will be straight ahead. Will's going to aim dead left and just hook it right into the middle of the fairway. <laughs> it's going to go further – it's going to go further left to right than it is straight, but it finds its way to the fairway. This sounds like quite the crew. Yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, we'll have some bets going. You know, I let's. I, I, I this week I might gamble a lot if they let me. I'm going to try and get out over my skis. Well, you know, if you hit that parlay on Sunday, whether you could become a very rich man by the end of the weekend, or you could make up for some lost lost income on Saturday. Yes, on sir. Friday, you got uh, anything good planned for um for your holiday? Yeah, a, a friend of mine is hosting. Uh, New Year's party, so a bunch of my friends will go over there and do that. Um, so looking forward to that. It's always a good time. He's, he just bought a house um, last year, so it'll be the first New Year's they're hosting. So it'll be fun. I'll probably just crash there. Uh, and just looking forward to having a three another three-day weekend built in for me. I'm off Friday uh, through Sunday. There you go. I'll be looking forward to that. Hopefully, I celebrating an Alabama win that afternoon, New Year's Eve afternoon. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm sure you'd be ecstatic. Oh yeah, absolutely. But no, it should be good, man. All right, man. Well, that about wraps it up. That wraps up our 2021. So everybody, happy New Year. Stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you in uh, 2022. Believe it or not. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thanks again for another year of the love and the following of the pod, Tom. We got 200 episodes under our belt this year and uh many more to come yes sir all right everybody happy new year